0: Simple, simple, just like that. I do braids and afros, crew cuts and more. Always energetic, smooth with the kick. Just listen to the music and keep up the mix. There's a weird thing in Parappa the Rapper, too, where they go to uh, a barbershop. I'm not really sure exactly why they go to the barbershop i think it was because there's like a military scene and they have to get their haircuts but it's a really weird thing um and it's slightly like i'm pretty sure the barbershop owner is gay and then they're also getting braids and afros but they're dogs and they i don't know anyway welcome to the screen looker podcast everybody <laughs> this, this is history. <laughs> this is martin Bennett. and i am the host of the show today with me we have members of the app trigger crew we have of course the editor d to the g that's daniel george how are you sir step to the left step to the right i don't know the i don't know what the lyrics are I don't even know what lyrics you're singing right now, man. But that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Is the, uh, no, no, I'm thinking of something else. Never mind. <laughs> you could have been thinking of like any line dancing song from like the last ten years, man. <laughs> Are there line dancing songs from the last ten years? Uh, yes. Yes. Um, the Wobble is a song where people dance in a line and they step to the left, right, front, back, wobble it side to side. That's a thing heard, that happens.
1: I heard that song so much in college that I
0: <laughs> it gave me an aneurysm. Even
1: the first time <laughs> I heard it, it was just actually awful.
0: Get in there! Yeah,
2: yeah! Uh, <laughs> as, as long as it's not the Harlem Shake, pretty much. Those are the uh, days.
1: God, that was the thing for like
0: a week. wait, wait. <laughs> but which Harlem Shake? Because there's the early two thousands Harlem Shake. Yeah, one, not that and one. Then no, there's the Filthy Frank like... one <laughs> by Lord Frankie Yeah, stuff. yeah. All Our... right, that was a weird time in history. Um... This week <laughs> on, on Shitty Trends. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so some of the other voices you hear. We have Michael Owens on the show. How are you today, sir?
1: I'm well. I still want my Sephiroth music. Damn it!
0: So beautiful. <laughs> you send the me true the audio. I will make it a background for you. We'll we'll get you your own segment. <laughs> uh, yeah,
2: please, please just bluntly
0: state the lyrics to <laughs> to <laughs> One Hundred and Ten. We also have on the show Mr. Matthew Becker. How are you, sir? Good. What up, fam? What up, fam? What up?
3: <laughs> oh shit! Someone had to.
0: <laughs> and that last voice you hear, we got Mr. Alex Avard. How are you, my man? Top of the
3: evening slash afternoon to everyone. I'm right. good. All All right. Top of
0: the evening to you there too, sir. Uh, <laughs> so, let's just get started in this and talk about what we're playing. Uh, I think. The game that I know uh, Michael Owens has been playing that I'm very interested to hear about. So, Mike, can you tell us a little bit about good old Injustice 2?
1: Where to start? Um, Injustice 2 is one of the best fighting games I've ever played, period. Mm. Uh, wow. I think it's... I, I, And I know that's a strong statement, but considering the amount of content that's in it and... Everything you can do, it's kind of stunning how much time and how much everything really there is in the game. Uh, There's a good story mode. I think it's about five to six hours from what I remember. There's a five to six hour story mode. There's uh, a multiverse mode, which is kind of like if you played Mortal Kombat X and you're familiar with the uh, living power system. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like that, but it's actually a lot better. And you can earn uh, in-game rewards and gear and all that stuff. And, of course, the gear system is fantastic in itself, too. It adds sort of an RPG element. And even when you're not using the actual abilities, the cosmetic aspect of it is really awesome, too. Uh, There's all sorts of color shaders and stuff like that. Um, Multiplayer, for the most part, has been good. I was playing a few matches last night, like, really late, because I came home really late from work. And I... uh, I was running into a few issues online, uh, just trying to get matches to connect. But launch day, I'd say up until about yesterday, really, I had no problems. I it was some of the best netcode I've ever seen too. Uh, especially since um, Mortal Kombat X launched with really bad netcode, for what I remember. Yeah. And yeah, this yeah. game's netcode is damn near flawless. It, it's it's really awesome. And to top that all off, the game looks awesome. Like, some of the facial animations are the best I've ever seen. And that that's saying something comparing to, like, Mass Effect and other games like that that have have really done facial animation well. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this looks like um, some of those old tech demos. You remember when, like, a new console is kind of talked about? They do all these tech demos. Does it show look...
0: <laughs> <laughs> do what I, I was going to say does it look like the wizard which was a ps4 tech demo like way back four years ago Dude, does anybody
3: else remember that i don't remember. i do remember that uh, yeah yeah that, that was good it was, it was a bit too uh uncanny valley really in a way though
0: yeah like so owens just for reference it was a square enix thing to show off their new engine they were going to be using supposedly across all of their games uh, and it showed, like, a wizard just, like, doing all the hand motions and facial features, and they showed an individual model of the face and everything and all the different things they can do with it. But, anyway, continue on. Sorry.
1: <laughs> okay, no, no, no. I, I just can't really compare it to that offhand. Um, But, like I said, it looks like what a game like this should look like on PS4, in my opinion. It looks incredible, especially compared to the first game. In fact, I'd say everything in comparison from the first game to the second game, is way better. Um, The the combat system is better. Most of the characters from the first game still play the same, but they have neat new little tricks and combos. And the new characters don't feel really overbearing. Um, There is a problem right now with zoning and keep-away characters, just in general, but that was a problem with the first game too, so hopefully they're going to fix that. Mm -hmm. Uh, Deadshot in particular is ridiculous, especially if you're playing online. Um, it's really hard to get in. Uh, it, yeah, it's really hard to get in on a character like Deadshot or maybe Doctor Fate or Black Adam. Black Adam is also ridiculous, mm-hmm. uh, so he's probably getting nerfed. But overall, Injustice is really a surprise because I really wasn't expecting this amount of content. I thought it was all going to be kind of neutered. Because mm-hmm. I, I knew every all the concepts they were wanting to go for, but at the same time, I didn't think it would actually be as fun and addicting as it is. Like multiverse is addicting as hell. Um, so what's what's I,
0: multiverse?
1: It's it's the living tower system, like I talked about. Um, okay, it's basically it's basically you go um, to one. I think it's five or six multiverse planes or planets or whatever, and each of them are kind of set to a certain time limit. So that could be anywhere from like days to weeks to hours. You can go in and um, fight through a ladder. um, And there'll be occasions where there's a modifier or you'll have an assist character or whatever. And uh, you fight through the ladder, you get rewards and all that stuff. So basically, you just earn your way to better gear and better credits and all that stuff. Um, And speaking of that sort of thing, uh, there are no microtransactions for gear. But there are microtransactions for color shaders, uh, which is more of a cosmetic thing. So technically, the game isn't pay to win. It's more like pay to look cool.
0: Right. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah.
1: Uh, which which is fine with me because again, cosmetic stuff. I I think that's okay. But again, if you're going pay to win, then that's just a big no no. But yeah, I've overall I've been playing. I it's been the only game I've been playing this week. I I've enjoyed it. I haven't wanted to put it down. It's making me want to get back into fighters. Like I've been, I'm probably going to dip into um, MKX and uh, maybe a little bit of Guilty Gear later this week because this reinvigorated my love for fighting games. Maybe not so much as a competitive level, but just more of having fun with it.
2: What do you think? What do you think about the clash system?
1: I think it's still good. Um, I it's unique to what it is it can change the entire aspect of a battle in so, like one fell swoop
2: so that's like when you you have to sacrifice part of your bar right to like face off and win in the clash right
1: right so um you can sacrifice all of your bar you can sacrifice some of it but you can only activate it when you're getting hit when either you're hitting in a combo or you're getting hit in a in a combo
2: okay um, I'm just I'm just waiting until you can sacrifice your partner's health bar for more time on the clock. <laughs> is that going to come? <laughs> I know that's not a Probably partner not. game. No, there, there's enough time. Was it like 180 seconds? Yeah, the matches are so quick in this game. They're so fast. Yeah, like, why are yeah. they? Why do they give you 180 seconds? Do they think like Green Arrow is just gonna like? Get a life lead and then shoot arrows forever. I
1: mean, that's that's basically the mm-hmm. online meta right now. Is yeah. with especially with Deadshot. Like I said earlier, it's full screen, a full screen zoning, <laughs> and it's ridiculous. And top of the- off, I mean, the, um, I mean, even just the scope of Injustice Two in terms of how bit far you can get from your opponent is really far. Hmm. Uh, so Deadshot can hit you from like halfway across the arena. <laughs>
0: Yeah, we I would not have to do anything. Um, Deadshot was my go-to player uh, in the old game because I had a friend who used to always play with Superman. And Superman's almost impossible to get inside on in the old game because he can shoot you close, shoot you far. He can fly up and shoot you. Literally, if there's any place on the board you are, he can hit you. So I used to use Deadshot because it was the only way to shoot him out of the sky or... Or I would use Green Arrow. Like, anyone who could shoot at an angle in the air is who I used against them. So,
3: if they have I used to find Green arrows so annoying cause he, <laughs> in the first one. Because, like, the people I played with would always just stand away and just shoot his stupid little arrows. And I couldn't even get close. It's <laughs> as, even-
1: as a Green Arrow main, I can, I can kind of speak to that. But I'm also, like, I'm more of an, okay, I can hit you up close. But if I really need to, I'll zone you. Just to <laughs> right. see
0: if you can actually get in. Right. Uh, and plus it's boring to be far away from someone and shooting them from the other side every time. Like it, it's a more interesting fight when you get inside on them. Uh, but clearly the people online, I just, some people play that. for wins. not <laughs> Exactly. <those>, um... <laughs> yeah. I think I remember watching Evo, like one of the finals,
2: like uh, grand finals matches, the guy with this green arrow just like had a life lead and kept like picking away over and over again. I'm like, this is why this left Evo, <laughs> yeah, and
1: now yeah. it's back. Yeah, <laughs> it's now it's back. back. It's now it's back, back. And... It'll, it'll be fun. I think I think Evo for Injustice Two will be fun. Um, I, I don't. Again, I'm not too infused with the the FGC part of Injustice or MKX. I know Sonic Fox, and that's about it. Um, so I'm I'm interested to see what comes out as far as uh, Evo because we got what two months until Evo now. Uh I think it's two months.
2: June yeah, two months pretty much.
1: Yeah. So I mean they'll have some time with the game and then Tekken will be out in two weeks and that'll be a whole nother Yeah, that, Yeah,
2: I I'm I usually with uh fighting games like I've played and reviewed Street Fighter Five. I'm not good. I'm actually better at uh Killer Instinct. I don't know I think it's just because I can get reads on the uh on the shadow counters and the you know all that stuff, but uh like I'm looking at this roster, I'm like, hmm, 32 players at launch ish. I think, right? 32. For, for injustice. For injustice. Uh it is
1: 29, and that's counting Side.
2: 32 oh, okay. would be
1: counting the uh, DLC character, the Starfire, uh, Red Hood, and Sub Zero that are coming later.
2: Oh, they're coming Which, later.
1: Yeah, they're but, coming later. Um, the the one that's the one thing. I, oh,
2: 32 I, announced.
1: Thirty two announced, yeah, which is which is pretty good, actually. For I think they have the six fire.
2: that that are in are are unknown too that are still coming.
1: Yeah, Black Mana is definitely one of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we also think Raiden is one of them, which is I, <laughs> which can I'm Yoda... a little upset about because I don't want Mortal Kombat versus D C Universe two. Can we, we... Game, can, you...
2: can we get Yoda or Darth Vader oh, in please, here? Please no. <laughs>
1: If we get now, if we get spawn, that'll kind of make spawn. What decade is I don't think spawn's gonna make oh, it. Don't it? Gonna make it. <laughs> you know, Blue Beetle. A Can you out? please tell
2: me who ble- Blue Beetle is? Um.
1: So this version of Blue Beetle, I think it's Tommy Reyes.
2: Mm-hmm. He
1: is an uh, Hispanic teenager who found the scarab. It, scarab is kind of this alien thing that gives him armor and. Gives him like a cyborg arm cannon. He's actually kind of a neat character within the game. Um, but he was in uh, Young Justice, yep. which is a super good show, by the way. Very fun show. Um, yeah, his his character in that show is really good. Um, I'm trying to think of anything else I'm missing because I'm I'm kind of just uh, going off the top of my head with Justice Two. Um,
0: <laughs> there's there's a guild system which is actually really neat too. Um, like I don't you know think, if I mentioned that yet. Like you so. Is it like you join a guild? Everyone's accomplishment, accomplishments all go in the same place, like achievement system type thing on there, or is it just like a name?
1: Uh, no, it's ba- basically the first thing you said. Like everybody, mm-hmm. there's a guild. There's a separate guild multiverse, and there's separate guild rewards. They're the same rewards, but you just get they're di- they're classified differently for some reason.
4: Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: but you can join guilds up to fifty, which I know that's kind of a problem, more so with streamers wanting mm-hmm. to get people in. Um, but the guild bosses are, from what I've seen, are nuts. There, there's a swamp thing with crazy armor and crazy other abilities, and I think there was a uh, there was a cheetah boss that was nuts.
4: Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: and they're all and the thing is, they're all changing every day. Like I could log on right now, and there's something different there. That's what I think makes Injustice 2 so interesting is that there's this whole single-player mode. Now, granted, you need internet, and there's going to be a small segment of people who aren't going to fly with that. But really, again, like I, I can log in every time, and there's something different for me to do. And I think at the end of the day, that's what makes Injustice really great, in my opinion.
0: All right. Cool. Well... Injustice Two sounds pretty fun. I I look forward to uh, when I eventually get it, just because I at least want to play through the uh, the single player campaign, which looks pretty awesome. Yeah, uh, the campaign.
1: Also, I got but, one more thing. I'm sorry, since you mentioned the campaign,
0: mm-hmm. um,
1: the voice acting in this game. I I made an effort in the review to, um, which I think will be up tomorrow, um, that I made a point to shout out the voice acting in this game because it's really, really good. (laughs) Like, they got an incredible cast for this game. Um, Like, I mean, Kevin Conroy's still Batman. Uh, They've still got the Superman voice actor from the animated series, I think, or the Justice League series. Mm -hmm. But they got uh, Phil Lamar's Aquaman, which is pretty great, um, considering also I watched Samurai Jack last night and damn near cried. (laughs) And, um... Who else did they get? The Black Canary, Green Arrow voice actors. I can't remember the names off the top of my head, but they're awesome and they're so funny. Like, mm-hmm. I legit laughed at some of the parts in the campaign involving Arrow and Canary. They made <laughs> them fun. Instead of mopey, teenage,
4: <laughs>
1: whatever they are on the CW right now. Yeah. And uh, yeah. Terra Strong as Harley Quinn is really good. Uh, it's always good to hear Tara Strong as Harley. And then um, I'm trying to remember one more. Steve Bloom. Steve Bloom is in this game. Uh, as, Hal, as Hal Jordan and he's actually really good <laughs> um wow. but yeah the voice they got a really good oh and Robert England as Scarecrow Freddy Krueger himself wow <laughs> yeah wow I, right. I, I I had to do some digging for that I was like wow I did not know he was actually going to be in the game and they did a whole video on it I'm like wow I had no idea I you you would have had me fooled but uh <laughs> but yeah it's awesome voice acting's great um okay i'm gonna shut up everything about justice 2 is good i even thinking about getting the the ultimate expansion because it's that good and i want everything to do with this game now
0: all right that's high praise indeed oh man so let's uh let's see what else everybody else is playing uh alex what you been
3: playing these days uh, Injustice 2 as well, as it happens. Um, <laughs> <laughs> hey! Uh, no, I won't I say club. too much. I, just, I agree with everything Mr. Owens just said. Um, it's it, Like, it's really, really good. Like, it has just this meatiness to it, just this uh, prestigious sense of quality, uh, like, across the board. Um, and as someone who's more of a Marvel person, a DC person, I'm not too bothered about the creative liberties they took in terms of the story, because I know some people... Um, Angry Joe, don't like it very much. <laughs> in terms of what they, do, what they do with Superman and stuff like that, and I'm sure there's plenty around. Um, I I love it. I love I love when people take established lore and just you know go to town on it in terms of skewing it and seeing what they can do with it. So yeah, it's great. Five star from me. Cool. Yeah, and see, cool.
1: I I like. Um, and I should also preface this by saying, like, I'm a bit more of a DC guy, mm-hmm. but there's certain Marvel books that I'm still reading, and they are very few and far between. Mm-hmm. Um, but I I agree I like the creative liberties they've been taking with Injustice and especially presenting Superman in the way they have in the past two games makes him yeah. a more interesting character yeah. if he were all goody two-shoes he'd be boring as hell but evil I mean, dictator Superman is neat
3: yeah and fair play <laughs> to them for like going through with it for the sequel because I know that they got a lot of backlash for that first time around it's like no this is this is who the Superman This is the Superman we want to Create uh, and show what he does. So yeah, it's great. And for once, Superman's not perfect, which is which is cool because that's what yeah. made him boring, frankly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, and his, his, his motiva- and
1: his motivations are understandable too. That's the thing. They they made those motivations for that completely just well, not completely justifiable, but <laughs> you get you get you get why he's like this. You understand. Yeah, like Joker like screwed, screwed bro- him up yeah. bad.
0: Yeah, exactly. Oh man. Well glad you two are enjoying Injustice 2. Daniel, do not tell me you're also playing Injustice 2.
2: It was me. I was playing Injustice 2. (laughs) Was me,
0: (laughs) (laughs) Dio Dio Brando.
2: Oh anyway, uh no, I've been actually going back in the vault um. I, I I just been looking through my Steam list. I'm like, okay, i got to get in a, a Mirage beta eventually in the review. But uh, before that, I'm going to take a trip to uh, L.A. in June. So I was like, hmm, maybe I should take a video game trip to L.A. back in a noir setting for L.A. Noir. Wow. Yeah. Ah, yeah. I, 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 didn't, I, know. I didn't realize what you meant by that. <laughs> that LA noir. <laughs> Yeah, so uh I've I heard about it because uh I think it's like a few years ago uh getting it to set up on Windows 10 and with the controller is just a nightmare. You have to like command file change things because it's just so choppy because it's forced 30 fps because the we there's something with the face cap that they had it was so advanced at the time that didn't really work at if you push the frame rate higher than 30. I could see. That. Wow. Yeah, but, um, and also if you plug in a controller while you're playing it, it just ruins it and it spins around the analog stick and you can't fix it. So, uh, you know, good old, uh, good old patented PC times for Rockstar games pre GTA V. And, uh, so yeah, I'm just playing it. I'm like, okay, let's, uh, you know, you got your uh, truth, doubt, and lie system. And, uh, I, I, I've only heard about like just how crazy it is and, you know, it's, it's got its flaws, but I'm like, okay, let's just play a case. Okay. This guy, oh, he's, uh, someone stole his ambassador car or, or di- is that not ambassador, but some, uh, diplomat car, you know? Yeah. You go up to him, you find out what's going on. You, you talk to all these people, you you find clues, you ask people questions so eventually we're just like he's in for questioning because I think some mechanic there named Gabriel is um uh, he's uh, he's missing or you need to know what more about his involvement. And you're just like, okay, let's see. Is he telling the truth? He tells a statement. They be, <laughs> Because you have to act like you're lying but make it clear enough for the player, they do some wacky ass shit. yeah they do they're they're hamming it up they're rolling their (laughs) eyes but not only that depending on how you ask or what question or what statement's happening like you'll be like okay valdez like uh you met this uh boy gabriel what did uh what was that about and then he's like okay uh well uh you know he spoke out of line or something and uh he didn't talk to me properly And then he, you know, he rolls his eyes. You check your evidence, and you think it's a lie. And then you, you just press that lie button, and it's like you fuck young boys, Valdez. (laughs) Just suddenly, (laughs) I'm just like, what the hell is this?
0: Yeah, it it definitely has that uh, Mass Effect two. You wanted to disagree, and all of a sudden you're slapping a woman to the ground, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) And then, and the thing is, because. I quickly learned,
2: and then I read it up online after, like, oh, it's a big, huge problem. You can accuse anyone of lying, and if you don't have the evidence, you can back out. Mm-hmm. And, um, there's only a certain amount of things you could say, so you'd be like, you fuck, young boys, Valdez! Even if it's the correct answer, you'd be like, uh, you don't find the evidence, you'd be like, I guess I made a mistake.
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah. So, it's just so, like, Dissonant with its just emotions, and you got your rigid like head movement and not body movement,
3: yeah. Because
0: the faces were capped but not the bodies, yeah. I mean, this was, I mean, it was in development, and I think even I think the game came out in like 2000. Hang on, let me look. I think 11. Oh, yeah, yeah. So that's like six years ago, dude, they were, yeah. I met. Imagine like the mocap stuff they were doing, um, except like to the level of detail they were doing it for, like, because they were even watching the eyes of the actors as they were doing all of their mocap and stuff. So that's why, like, they couldn't do, or like, everyone you interview is always like either standing still or sitting down. Like, there's very little, uh, like regular extra movement, and you can tell just by like. When you get to the section where you can go like off into the open world and discover things out on the street, like you can see like all of the development budget was put into the story and the facial capture for everything. And they gave it an open world, which looks cool. I mean, you get to ride around like 1950s L.A., which is like pretty amazing because you get to see a lot of like the old landmarks in there. But. You don't get to do anything in them. Yeah, you don't get to do anything in them. Like you just get to look at them. It's pretty. I mean, it's from from a, from a, from that perspective. It's a it's cool just to see kind of thing. But yeah, my suggestion would be just straight forward through the. Uh, through the actual investigations and stuff because the side stories don't do anything, like, there's yeah. nothing outside of that. That's worth it's it. pretty
2: much, oh, look, there's someone who needs to be shot.
3: Would you like to shoot him? Yes, <laughs> there's a like guy to who's to running
0: away. And you're going all of this, yeah. Like, it, it, isn't that like oh, a, no. a,
3: fa- a fail state whenever you, I don't know, do something that you might do in GTA, and then it's just like, oh, you can't do that because you're a cop?
0: Yes, I so think on
2: right, depending on the thing, if you're um, if you do damage to public property or you you know, you kill people. If you kill people it's pretty much like game over immediately. If you can contaminate a crime scene, aka you take your car and hit the curb with the car literally almost on the curb and you have to restart the entire investigation of a crime scene from the beginning and question a statement or question a witness and get their statements and get all the evidence again. Yeah. Because there's the checkpointing system is so bad.
0: Yeah. It's, so it's... they
2: they do have fail safes.
0: Just frustrating ones Yeah I Personally I actually really enjoy the story Of L.A. Noir, um And you can pretty much ignore All of the rest of the stuff that's in there But uh, it does drag At times it does get a little slow But I thought it was worth it in the end So I hope that you enjoy it when you get there
2: I'm Yeah I'm still in traffic Right now I think you go through like Traffic, Vice <laughs> Yeah Other stuff
0: yeah, your character moves from like traffic cop up to the vice cop. Then he like gets into the meat of the investigation too, um, and everything. Is even, like traffic cop, it's traffic detective. I don't even know what that is. <laughs> yeah, well, glad that you are uh, going back into the past and reaching into the vault to look at uh, L.A. Noir. But Matty B should...
4: <laughs> what are you
0: checking out? I am not playing Injustice 2. <laughs> um
5: I've been pretty deep into the Surge for better and for worse. Oh. Um it's uh so for those that don't know, I hate making this comparison, but it's basically a sink
2: cane of video games. <laughs>
5: um a sci fi souls like um, whether or not Souls fans agree with that or not, that's a whole other topic, but um, <laughs> it's from Deck13, who previously did Lords of the Fallen, which was admittedly not very good.
2: I am going to they, out.
5: <laughs> they um, seem to have learned, I think, from uh, lessons they learned from their previous mistakes, but I mean, it's got, uh, tough combat, like hard bosses, kind of like a vague story. You slowly uncover, uh, like environmental storytelling stuff, like various resource management, um, it's like, uh, interconnected level design. It's very circular. So like, you'll go to one area and then like hit a switch and then you find a shortcut back to like your bonfire, which in this game is called med bay, I think, um, but it's it's okay. Um, it's hard, and it's not exactly my type of game, but I'm getting through it, I guess. Um, it's... Uh, I mean, to, my biggest gripe, I think, is uh, two things. First, what initially drew me in was the sci-fi setting. And it looks really cool, like you're in like this exoskeleton suit, and you have all these different weapons you can use, and you're like, you like cut off limbs and all this, like you look like uh, Matt Damon in Elysium type thing. I was like, that looks awesome, Mm -hmm. but the entire game is essentially in this industrial setting that never really changes. There's only so much you can do with like that type of setting, and you're like in this big warehouse thing, and it ends up being more than just it ends up causing like um, issues within the game because the the level design is so circular and it's can be really hard to tell where you are and everything looks the exact same. I go into a hallway, I'm like, "Is this the same hallway I was in before? Or is it a different one? I don't know because they're all black and yellow and dark. <laughs> and I don't, I don't know. Um, I mean, maybe that's just my problem. Maybe it's like a get good scenario, but um, like." And you look at a screenshot of Dark Souls, you can see, like, the environments in that game. Granted, I've only played the first one. Uh, The environments in that game, to me, seemed a lot more different. Like, you can look at a screenshot and be like, oh, I know where that is in the game. You look at a screenshot of The Surge, and I have no idea. That could be in literally any part of the game. Like, it's all kind of the same. Hmm. Kind of frustrating. And then... um, the other thing that's been kind of hard, at least for me, and this is probably where everyone's like, oh, get good scrub, um, is the combat kind of hits the difficulty level. For me, that game seems like it's trying too hard to be hard. Like, it, it's just trying too hard to be hard. Um, like, they're just, you hit this point. There's several points in the game, at least for me, it was like the difficulty level just ramped up super quick and I was like, holy crap, all of a sudden I'm getting like one shot out of nowhere, and I don't really understand why. And that's kind of frustrating, especially because in this game, compared to Dark Souls, to me, Dark Souls was more boss-focused. And sure, there are trash mobs that are hard, but there's also easier mobs interspersed without those. And to, for me, Dark Souls was getting from boss to boss, and there was a lot of bosses this game there 's only five bosses, and really it's yeah it 's more about the difficulty of the trash mobs, and some of them are really goddamn hard and like i didn 't really like that, I would rather have had more bosses because I found the bosses a lot of fun. That was like my favorite part of the game um, so that was just a differentiation between the two that i didn 't necessarily enjoy, and I mean some of them were so, some of the enemies are so hard and I would get so lost, it got to the point where I just gave up fighting certain people, I would just run by them all the time, because it's just, like, I don't want to die over and over again. That's and how I completed it.
3: <laughs> that's how you played Oh, yeah, you reviewed it, right? Yeah, that's. I had the, it got to the point where I was just running through, like, bits that were just ridiculously <laughs> hard. It really is, yeah. <laughs> what a Bloodborne <laughs> way, I guess, for me, but... Well, uh, that's
2: dashing. Yeah, that's true.
5: And
3: it's weird because they,
5: like, they want you to fight them because, like, the whole crafting system and, um, like, it seems like to be more of the focus of the game is those enemies, but it's just, there are some that, like, uh, I just could not, like, it would just... Like, you misclick once, and he's just all one-shot, and you're done. And I'm like, wow, it took me 15 minutes to get to that point, and I was, like, right in front of the shortcut back to the medbay and have to redo it all over again. But, so, I mean, it's okay. I'm currently at the last boss, and I got him down to, like, I don't know, 5% health, and, like, it was, like, a battle of, like, we both needed only one more hit on each other, and I messed up and I died, and I threw the controller and went to bed last night. Oh, no.
4: <laughs>
2: Please, onto, like, a pillow or something. Uh, yeah, it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Uh, I wanted to cycle back to, uh you said something about the interconnectivity or, like, the kind of circling around a la Dark Souls 1. How much? Did, did you beat Dark Souls 1?
5: Uh, I got, like, 80% in... A long time ago, and I I forget why I didn't finish it. It was a long time ago. That's but.
2: that's that's still enough to like um, answer my my big question: Is it as Interconnective or shortcut porn like as Dark Souls? Um, it's at first it I hmm,
5: not quite. Um, I mean, from what I remember with Dark Souls, to me. Like, the main difference is, Dark Souls, there's multiple bonfires per level, and this one only has essentially one main hub. So everything, it felt like, because of that, it felt more circular than as Dark Souls to me, from what I remember, seemed a little more, like, linear-ish, even though there were shortcuts.
2: Oh, okay. That's a little bit different, because what what I'm thinking about, like, Dark Souls, like... You go through. Um, you start at the the bonfire or the the fire. Or, oh my God! I can't remember the name of the hub. Oh my God! <laughs> uh, the main hub from uh, Dark Souls One. Uh, you start up. You go through. Uh, you go through the first few levels. Then you eventually you make your way to an elevator. You take it back down, and then you realize you're back at the first bonfire. Like that kind of shortcut, like circular interconnected world type thing where you can like run from one area to another. Is this just straight linear in the search?
5: Um No. So they do have you go back, but like in between, like I did the first level and like you go to a point and you hit a switch and then there'll be like a door and you break open the door and then you're back at the main hub. And that pattern kind of repeats for the first two Different zones, and then they send you back to the, they send you back to previous zone, and like you had changed something in the other one, in the pre- in the one before that, and then like this the zone you were already in and you come back to is like completely different, and there's all this new crap you have to do. Um, oh, so that's really? All- yeah. So that was interesting, um, and it felt kind of good at some points because it's like, oh, I actually remember where I'm going now. Oh, just kidding. There's actually this new stuff, but it felt good going back a little bit and like wailing on people that I now had way more better gear than I previously did. But um, it's still overall, I found it in the first half of the game. I found that I liked the interconnectivity, but then once you get to the i the whole second half of the game, I'm kind of not enjoying as much. Um, and one of the reasons is everything looks the same, and I the shortcuts got real convoluted all of a sudden, at least for me. And I was like, what the hell? where the hell am I? Like, I probably spent like four hours at one point, just like running around being like, where am I supposed to go? What, what do I do? And then apparently it was like, I hit some switch and I was supposed to have looked at like a computer monitor next to the switch that you can't interact with, but I was supposed to look at it and know, Hey, you're supposed to go to what's on this monitor, which is like, way in a different area and like how the hell was I
2: supposed to know that wow so okay um, another one last like souls related question because I, I, I can't beat like the idea that like I it, it's good to see someone else try to be Dark Souls but like with Lords of Fallen I was just like and you're you're repeating with the artificial difficulty or like enforced difficulty just just for difficulty sake and not like progression that sounds like Lords of the Fallen. Um, like, can you, are there areas where you could be like, okay, you can go here now, but it's too difficult or you need to like be skilled, but you
0: can do it. You might be on mute there, Matt. Oh, can you hear me now?
5: Sorry. Yeah. Um, no, it, there was no areas like that. Um, there was never, like, I hit a point where I'm like, wow, this is really hard and I can't go here yet. Everything was, like, gated off by some sort of switch or some other thing you had to do to unlock the next area.
0: Okay. All right, cool. Well, the surge sounds like it has uh, has its good and, it ba- and its bad things. Well, just generally, how do you... Uh, and, and you or Alex can answer, like, how do you find the story of The Surge? Like, does it seem like it's going to be a worthwhile ending for you that you're getting towards?
3: Snicker. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: <Lol.
1: The> <laughs>
3: I'll let Alex go first. Um, okay, so <laughs> I thought it opened really well. Uh, and this is very, very mi- minor spoilers, but basically it opens with you on a kind of train uh, carriage thing going into this, um, the place where the the whole game takes place and you're sitting there and then you expect to like get up and start walking. Uh, But then the guy's in the wheelchair. I was like, Oh, that's interesting. That's subverting player expectations. And then you're like going around the wheelchair and then you get your suit and all that. So I thought, Oh, story might be quite good. And then, um, you know, like you said, it has that um, mystery to it via the environmental storytelling and you think, Oh, okay. It might go somewhere. It doesn't really, it's just, (laughs) yeah, it's just, it just ends up being another sci-fi thing and it's not got that much, it's nowhere near the expansiveness of the lore of of Dark Souls or even Bloodborne, so yeah, it's it's okay, it services what it needs to do, but, and like some of the themes are interesting, um, just because it's a different setting for once rather than, you know, fantasy, Um, but yeah, that's not, that's probably not the reason people would be playing this game. That's my take on it, anyway.
5: Yeah, I would agree with that. I the the story is not the main selling point here. I think the like uh, the combat and the challenge is the selling point. Um, I kind of got a little frustrated with like the environmental storytelling stuff. Like they definitely expect you to piece together things. And one thing I realized about halfway through is like, um. You actually, like, you learn a lot just by looking at your surroundings. Like, I'll clear a room of enemies, and then normally you would th- I would just be like, oh, let's run to the next room. But um, if you, like, look at different computer monitors or, like, sometimes there's rooms that are, like, completely optional that don't really have too much in them. But, like, when you look at the stuff in the room, it kind of explains certain things. So I guess it kind of is more dependent on if you like that kind of thing or not. Personally, I don't. I'm lazy and like to be hand-fed hand my story, which this does not do. Um, so, but yeah, I agree
0: mostly with what Alex said. Ah oh, man, that's, that's a little disheartening. Because for me as a player, if I'm going to go through all of that, like, combat and stuff like that, like, I kind of want the end game to be you know rewarding in some kind of way like i should or at least for me i want to feel like the story was worth seeing through to the end uh and if it's just kind of uh, the usual road sci-fi stuff that's kind of it's kind of disheartening considering that it looked like it had a little bit more to it than that but
5: yeah i don't know i haven't finished it i don't know what the ending is technically because I'm still on that last boss so I don't know if it answers stuff or not but um, I know there is a new game plus Alex have you played that at all or does it is it a real um, new game plus or is it just like hey replay it and everything's kind of harder
3: yeah pretty much it's that like I tried the first I played it for an hour um, and it was like <laughs> it was it was significantly harder actually um, and it doesn't really tell you I think it's just enemies that do more damage you have slightly less health and stuff and but it's not for me. It's not worth going through again. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well,
0: uh, the search sounds like it has some interesting parts to it. Um. Hopefully, we'll uh, we'll we'll get your review in there sometime soon. Hopefully, probably this week. There, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Early this week, I'm hoping. Finish it tonight all right cool so we'll get to see your uh full thoughts on that and then uh alex where's your review for the
3: surge uh that's in empire magazine so Uh, online and then in an actual magazine sometime next month i guess
0: oh cool cool so y'all uh check out matt here on nap trigger and you can check out mr alex Avard's thoughts on the surge in full on uh empire magazine online so, I have a new way I want to dissect the, uh, the news, uh, just because some stories are long, some stories are short, but I more or less want to do a yay or nay in terms of how y'all are feeling about some of the things that have been announced. So, first thing to talk about is Life is Strange Season 2. So Daniel, yay or nay, are you in on a season two of Life is Strange? Day Zero. Day zero. All right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think Damn.
2: I read <laughs> I read somewhere that they're not going to touch the Max and Chloe story from season one, and as soon as they said that I'm like, done. Oh, that's Oh yeah. That's it.
0: I'm in. I agree with that statement. Alright, Matt's Day zero too. Mike, how you do what what do you think of Life is Strange season two? Um, it's
1: honestly the first game never really piqued my interest, so I am I'm n- I'm neither here nor there. <laughs> uh, but, I mean, if people want to be hyped about. It, that's cool.
0: Cool. Uh, and uh, Mr. Avod, how about you? How's Life is Strange season two?
3: A subdued yay. Subdued. yay. Hello. Hello. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> uh, no, <laughs> like the first, and but I wasn't. I wasn't. I didn't think it was. I found it uh, straddled near the end, and I got kind of—I lost my patience with it.
2: Uh, that's fair, but you didn't—you didn't fall in love with Hot Dog Man. I didn't.
3: No, I'm sorry. Oh no!
2: That's clearly. Why does that sound like a, sound like a JoJo character? Right. <laughs> What's what 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 would his stand be? Oh my god! I don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> you can't just
0: bring up JoJo and not be ready with that.
1: Oh man, I I can't think of it.
0: All right, well, we'll give you a moment to think of the stand, but...
2: uh, (laughs) Please don't.
0: So I I did uh, episode one of Life is Strange season one, and I have told myself over and over and over again that I'm going to play episode two, and I still have not started it. Um, So, all that's to say, uh, Life is Strange season two is a to-be-decided for me, but... um, I'm sure it'll be interesting when it comes out. Uh, Next up, the Witcher TV series on Netflix. Alex, are you in on a Witcher TV
3: series? Can pigs fly? Oh, no, they can't. Crap. I mean, can pigs? Yes. Yes. That's your answer. Of course I am. Like, why wouldn't you be? Does the queen drink tea? Exactly. That's better. Well,
2: actually, I don't know. Does she drink tea? (laughs) Good question. I visited the only pub that she's been to. Uh, what's that? I don't know in England.
4: <laughs> okay. I don't know. It was on the
3: road trip to London, I think, through the south. I thought you were going to say Canada and be like... That's no. She, that's in Canada nowhere else.
2: <laughs> no. No, no, the, the pub was painted pink after she visited. I'm like, oh, that's that's a lot.
0: <laughs> I, really, right. I really thought we were about to get our Canadian fact of the day there for a minute, but... Thankfully, we did not. No, no. Uh, who, would, it's who, who would think to do that? No, no, no. no of it's not. coming. You can't force it. You have uh, to find the window and uh, then awkwardly squeeze your way effect in, in there. Ah, oh, man. Well, Matt, what do you think of the Witcher TV series? Sure, why not? <laughs>
5: I've never played any of the games, to be honest. I would like to at some point, but mm-hmm. for me, I mean, I don't really know anything about it, so sure.
0: Michael Owens, in on the Witcher TV series. I'm with Matt. I'm kind
1: of okay, whatever. Uh, I didn't like Witcher 3 that much. I'm in the minority. I didn't Mm -hmm. like the clunky combat of it, and it kind of just turned me off completely, so Um, yeah, whatever. I I know a few people who are super diehard Witcher fans, and they're excited for it, so okay, cool. I'll probably check it out, though.
0: Yeah. Uh that's that's pretty much how I feel about it too. Like if they make the first episode you hunt or the character hunting the griffin from Witcher 3, I'll be in to see well, what that looks like.
5: So I read um the press release about it and I think it's supposed to be based more on the novels than the video game.
2: Absolutely. And the uh yeah, that's the author
5: the author hates the video game. I guess that's <laughs> yep, yes. hilarious. Oh yeah. it, Read I'm re- this quote is hilarious. I am thrilled that Netflix will be doing an adaptation of my stories, staying true to the source material and the <laughs> themes I have spent over thirty years in writing.
2: Well, Who well that's, that's kind of funny. That's kinda Who funny hasn't because, heard um, of the story between, well, f- behind the dealing with CD Project Red and the author? I right, I
5: have. it's, it's pretty funny.
2: Well, that, that's also
1: funny considering uh, he's been uh, the whole Witcher idea. It's kind of been accused of plagiarism for years. I'm not saying it has (laughs) or hasn't, but um, there's there's a lot of talk about that, and it's just kind of funny hearing him say that.
2: I still think it's because he's so bitter that even though CD Projekt Red said, hey, maybe you should take royalties on this deal. We will make money off this. And he's like, nah, I just want a lot of money right now. Who needs royalties? This will suck. Yeah, and then it went the on flop. to to make millions and millions of dollars, and the salt is still so real.
3: Oh yeah.
1: <laughs> that said, though, I'm interested in uh, kind of a deviation here. I'm interested to see what uh, Project Red's doing. next. was it, like Cyberpunk, whatever that game is. Yeah, it's
3: coming
2: out in 2077. Uh, Twenty uh, <laughs> XX. <In the> <laughs> My favorite is 20x7. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen that in the video game, like twenty, and then the third digit is the X. I'm
0: like, what? Yeah, yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Um, next up, uh, the third playable character in Sonic, uh, what is it? Sonic Heroes is oh. what is Sonic it? Forces? Sonic Forces.
1: Sonic Forces his way onto the DeviantArt fan base. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so the third character. Uh, you get to play as original Sonic, you get to play as modern Sonic, and then you get to play as your own custom Sonic hero where you can make Cold. your own. <laughs> Go <Yeah>. ahead. <laughs> Cold Steel the Hedgehog the will Cold become Steel.
5: real. Oh, he's <laughs> canon now, right? I are, Every char- creatable character is canon in the Sonic uh, lore.
2: Yeah,
1: 10 characters will... are now canon.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh, Lord.
1: The, the Steel internet Steel is the real.
0: Uh, mean magic exists yes wow. that's it wow uh why does Code still hedgehog have perp- you know what i don't want to go too deep into this Look, uh- it, it's, it's nothing what it's nothing thing. personnel kid <laughs> all right so michael owens are you in on custom sonic heroes believe it or not i'm
1: in um i think it's actually quite brilliant aside from um, all of the uh, hilarious DeviantArt fan characters that i've seen over the years uh, <laughs> i think this is a great i think this is a great move on segas part i think it shows that they're they're not just self-aware on their twitter on sonic's twitter and facebook pages they're actually kind of appealing to that fan base but i think it's also great for um especially younger kids who are going to play this game whose parents may not let them play call of duty mm-hmm. shockingly enough that does happen Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think it's cool. I think it'd be a hit with younger kids, especially, um, now how the gameplay work? I know there's like the, the trailer showed like some sort of gadget system. I guess we're going to have to find out what all that entails, but, uh, no pun intended overall though. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's a good idea. I, I think it's, <laughs> it's weird. It's weird to say that this actually exists and that fan characters are kind of canon, but,
0: um, uh, here we are i
1: I think it's smart i think it's smart on sega's part honestly i think it's smart so i'm in
0: yeah maddie b what do you uh well are you in on sonic forces and then are you in on custom sonic heroes uh i don't really care (laughs)
5: um i i just i'm not in that scene i guess um, one thing I would like to point out that I learned over the internet recently is if you Google your name plus the hedgehog and oh, click man. on the first Deviant Art link, there are some extremely funny stuff. Like apparently uh Matt the Hedgehog is essentially oh, Sonic with Pikachu ears and sunglasses, and I was created by Doctor Eggman in an incomplete clone of Sonic and then I ran away at the age of thirteen. Oh, so my- God. That's a thing that exists.
1: Wow. And I, just is- pre- I just want to I just want say this right quick, too. I'm a fan of Sonic games. Like, sort of in general, but not really. But I am not a Sonic fan. <laughs> <laughs> I do not want to associate myself with these people. That's I like true. the games. I'm still excited for Sonic Mania, because that actually looks dope. Mm-hmm. And Sonic Forces is whatever. They're... I don't know what they're doing with rehashing stages or whatever, but whatever that aside, uh it just as a side <laughs> um dan is currently posting um daniel the hedgehog and matt the hedgehog in our discord chat it's uh, it's yeah. quite it's quite astounding
0: yeah i like i like that alex hedgehog looks like he's smoking weed <laughs>
5: What the hell? I like the description. Sex. It is a boy. Lol. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Who comes up with this? Age, I love age sixteen point five. I've eight seven nine two two three zero oh, nine eight four two zero oh, three four. <laughs> He well, was, was born and sure,
0: raised. Wait, 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 wait! Why he an Italian meme? <laughs> wait, wait, look, this is the biography. He was born and raised in Compton, and he is very criminal and super dangerous. Not dangerous, <laughs> dangerous. <laughs> oh my Those God. people he wait. don't know, he will stab him in the face with his blunt. But if you know him, he's very nice, super cool. Wow, I.
3: <laughs> it's actually pretty accurate. It has to be-
0: I, I am very dangerous.
4: A
5: oh,
2: God. Yeah, a lot dangerous. of green and black going on. <laughs> all right, you know, all right. Make
5: sure to add these into the show notes.
1: We should have a mascot that is like a Sonic fan character.
2: <laughs> <laughs> the app, tri- app Trigger the Hedgehog. App trigger, okay. No, no, Screen Looker podcast. Sorry, Screen, yeah, looker, yeah. The okay. screen <laughs> looker the Hedgehog. Screen Looker the Hedgehog.
0: So, DGA, you in on Custom Sonic Heroes? Yes. Be
2: magic whenever possible.
0: <laughs> Alex- No! Oh, go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> Alex, you all in on Custom Sonic Heroes? Oh, at
3: this point, why not? Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just, they've tried everything. Just go. I don't care anymore. Um, like you said, all those little kiddie deviant artists growing up, they got to they gotta have some inspiration somewhere, so- yeah. I wish
2: my gangster name was Tom Cruise. <laughs> I'm dead.
0: All right, that's that's enough, Sonic man. It's taken us to the weirdest corners already. Oh, uh, get weird. Got you haven't even gotten to the weird corner. Right? Oh yeah, we're
1: not <laughs> even close. We haven't even read fan fiction yet. You you have not gotten into the rule thirty four.
0: Okay. <laughs> Oh, man. So, next. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Phantom Dust released for free this week on Windows 10 and Xbox One. So, that means that anybody with a PC uh, with Windows 10 or anyone with an Xbox One can try out this uh, re- not remastered, but redone version of Phantom Dust. So, uh, Alex, are you all in on Phantom Dust? uh Releasing for free on the uh, Steam or the uh, Windows Ten Store.
3: So, do you have to have any kind of subscriptions or anything? Is it just free to anyone? It, I'm pretty I sure it's, it's just free to, free to anyone. Yeah, well, sure, I'll pick everyone. it up. Why not? <laughs> all don't right. don't don't regret a free lunch. That's what I
0: say. <laughs> <laughs> Dan George, are you all in on the uh, Phantom Dust re-release? It's the only. It's the only way I could
2: be in on this for free, microtransactions. It's a mobile game and looks like one on PC and Xbox One.
0: And, uh, well, you know, when you pick up your Scorpio, you gotta make sure you have a game to play. So, there's your you power upscales. of those you six gotta, teraflops. You gotta upscale that stuff to 4K, man. It does upscale to 4K. That's the oh amazing thing. It's, it's unlocked, so you can even go to 5K or 8K. Oh, Jesus. But the textures don't get any better, so I'm not sure you would even want to play it at four K. But uh Maddie B, are you all in on uh on a new Phantom Dust re release?
5: It has collectible cards, so I'm yes. <laughs> I am deep into collectible card things. I'll give it a shot. Even though it looks ten years old,
2: I'll give it a shot. <laughs> and, Is that uh, Maddie B the uh the writer or Maddie B the rapper? Let's just not both. <laughs>
5: My rap name is actual actually Little Maddie.
0: Little Maddie with the <laughs> Little hypocrisy. Yachty's cousin. Yes. <laughs> and Mr. Owens, what do you think of uh the Phantom Dust re release?
1: So fun fact, uh until they announced uh I guess it they were gonna remake Phantom Dust and then they cancelled it or is it still is the remake still a thing? Nope. No no. Okay. Uh, until they announced that, I had no idea what Phantom Dust was because mm-hmm. I didn't have an original Xbox. Yeah. Um. I. I might check this out. Eventually, it's not something that's high priority on my list. So, eh, I'm, I'm kind of yeah. eh. There we go.
2: Here's my hot take on that. Actually, I forgot to say, F- Phantom the Phantom Dust remake, the one that they were making. Two Xbox One is the Shenmue 3 to PS4. Oh, my God. Hmm.
0: You you want it, but no, you don't. Not really. Not really. I, that, if it wasn't for the fact that we all found out that the developers had no idea that that trailer existed with all that stuff in it. I would definitely be more in on the Phantom Dust remake thing. And then they were like, yeah, we had no idea what that was. And I was like, oh, that's not a good sign. (laughs) Oh, man. All right. So we also have uh, some first looks at some games. So we have let's start with arms. Uh, Daniel, tell us about the arms. What, what, What can we look for in Nintendo's new fighting game release?
2: Oh, I'm taking the Rebecca stand today. Um, So there's no problems with it. It's entirely perfect. Uh, (laughs) I tried ARMS, actually. I got to try ARMS uh, back in January when it was first announced on the uh, Ice Cube Tech livestream. Mm -hmm, And mm -hmm. uh, I think they have multiple control sets, but they still are pushing the motion controls with the Joy-Con controllers. Ten characters at start with, like infinite combos and two unique arms, like punching gloves, to start, is pretty good. Free DLC for uh, extra arms, extra characters, extra maps, excellent as well. Um, it doesn't seem to be... They got a plenty multiplayer modes. You got weird 2v2 modes where you're tied together. You got... Um, you have, like, punch galleries where you have to punch a bunch of, like, stuff in the middle of, like, a kind of assembly line type thing. And you can also punch and grab your opponents on the other side while doing it. Uh, you got 20 player online, like, party groups. So well, you got 10, 10 Nintendo Switch units, and you can use a, a Joy-Con each to control part of... Um, uh, to be in part of like an online lobby group, so you can have like you know two v two or one v one or like one v one and two v two and two v two within like a group, and then you can all skype on each uh with each other through or call each other on the phone to talk because there's no uh voice support in the game
4: mm-hmm.
2: or use discord
4: <laughs> or use discord,
2: you know plenty of things instead of using something within the Nintendo switch still wow all
0: right so uh alex are you uh are you interested in what uh nintendo's selling here with arms uh
3: not really um yeah. yeah i'm i'm that disinterested that i honestly don't have anything like i wasn't interested in splatoon um yeah (laughs) you have no soul. That's my Rebecca.
0: (laughs) I don't. I don't, and that's
3: why I don't like it. What,
0: (laughs) Maddie B? Are you uh, Are you interested in arms? From what you've seen, um, I'm undecided. Uh, I think it's good
5: to see Nintendo pushing out another new IP. I really like Splatoon. Uh, I hope this has is a similar caliber game. I don't. Know if it will be, but also at the same time, I kind of wish they just had a new Super Smash Brothers or a new Punch Out, please. Thank you.
1: little Mac for DLC. Yeah, he's coming. (laughs) You can have someone
2: punch with hair drills, you can punch with regular arms. But she's
0: thick,
5: though oh (laughs)
2: hey
0: yeah yeah by the way by the way daniel i really don't appreciate that you buried the lead on the arm story in the first place which is nintendo got ass now just all in the games just ass all the time apparently (laughs) t-h-i-c-c um this is how kimishima will save the gaming industry. yeah through the legend of zelda through arms and for right. all
2: their future games.
0: And Mario. <laughs> Michael Owens, are you in on ARMS?
1: I'm intrigued. I, I've made my opinion known that Nintendo needs to show me a lot more for me to be interested in the Switch. Uh I like what I've seen in Zelda. Uh Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, sure whatever. Um glad to see Splatoon's getting a sequel and glad to see a new IP from ARMS. Which looks interesting. It looks deeper than you think it is. Mm
4: -hmm.
1: Which I think is what could drive people to it. And it it looks pretty accessible. Uh, I guess we'll find out next week when they do their uh, Global Test Punch. Which is a weird name. Mm -hmm. But we'll find (laughs) out next week uh, what the general public and what the uh, Switch public thinks of the game. But uh, I think it's interesting. I like that there's a multitude of modes and all that. and I like that there's... uh, just different ways to play. I, I like that. I think it's. I think it has potential. I'm not saying that Arms is going to be at Evo, but I'm saying this year we had the remote possibility of Arms being an Evo. <laughs> with, as much as Windjammers. Man, I really wanted Arms at Evo. I'm not even gonna lie. To you. Exactly. I really wanted to see how the FGC would react if ARMS made it to EVO and Marvel vs. Capcom 3 did not. <laughs> that would have been incredible. Not
0: enough Nintendo games. Oh, not, man. No,
1: not enough uh, money.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, I have no doubts that the game will sell. There's currently only like one other fighting game on the system, and that is Street Fighter 2. Um. So
1: a forty dollar $40 reskin of Street Fighter Two,
0: <laughs> right? With um, the first person yeah. mode,
1: an evil mode, Wh- which looks horrible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll come out and say it. I'm when sorry. Eric the game com- looks when
2: Eric when when Eric comes back, we'll have to ask him about the uh, Shadow No Hado or whatever is called first I, person shooter yeah, fighter.
0: Yeah. No. No. Don't don't do that ever again with Street Fighter. Um. <clears throat> uh. So I just I really. Uh, I expect that it'll sell. I expect that it'll sell well, just because people liked boxing on uh, the old Wii Sports, and all it looks like is taking that concept and extending it out to a much weirder level uh, with people shooting arms out of their hair. I, I don't know what this game is, so that's why I had Daniel talk about it uh, I'm pretty much on the same fence as Alex where it's like I have zero interest overall but I hope the people that play it enjoy it uh, I, th- I think it's got like interesting
2: mechanics just in how it's fighting because or in just in how you fight because like the bigger characters with the bigger gloves they can power through smaller gloves as punches but they don't have as much range potential like especially and also the elements I sh- I should have mentioned. Uh, you have punches that have uh, you you got gloves. You can curve them with one arm. You can punch straight with the other. You can freeze and then kind of hook one big punch, make them zo- uh, zone forward or try to jump over it. And some characters even have like a shoot up function. It's a three D fighter not only in the two like three D circle space, but you can go up and down and uh it's it's got a lot of interesting mechanics that are like they seem to be like thought of well from a fighting game standpoint not just a casual oh look punch man character nintendo way like it looks like they care about it a lot more it's becoming part of their esports wing that they pro- that they promised in their nintendo switch reveal
0: yeah I think it'll be interesting. I'll be interested to see how it balances just because with them selling all types of different fists and things like that, uh, that's going to be the real the real challenge for that game uh, is making it so that it feels good to play and doesn't feel cheap to play against uh, other players. So um, anyone else have any other lasting thoughts on ARMS? All right. Well, <laughs> <laughs> Eureka's going to come back and be so disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> the next major uh, announcement we had this week was Destiny 2 gameplay reveal. Um, now, I can go into like all the various things that changed, but essentially what they You don't have off. time to explain why you don't have time to explain. Exactly. Um, but no, so they announced some really cool stuff for this. Now, uh, it's on PC, but it and correct me if I'm wrong, but it looks like it's only on PC through the Blizzard Launcher, um, or Battle.net, right. as it was once known. Yes. Uh, we referred to it as Battle.net. I saw that. Yeah, I was... they, <laughs> that must have been recorded months ago, is
2: my theory. <laughs> right. No, like... the guy said on stage, I think, didn't he? Yeah, yeah they, they
1: did. That's what I'm saying. Stage. I think I think they. I think it was recorded months ago, and they just had to roll with it. Because everybody yeah. everybody knows it is as Battle.net.
0: Yeah. yeah it will I, never not be Battle.net um so whenever you go to your battle net or blizzard launcher or whatever destiny 2 will be a game available there um which has a lot of interesting possibilities um matt you use uh well is it is it the blizzard launcher now or is it still BattleNet and in the midst of changing over it's
5: technically the blizzard launcher now they actually already have a destiny ad uh, on the launcher I saw the other day, it like in the
0: overwatch section. So they're <laughs> ar- already hyping it up. All right, cool. Um so uh basically um we already knew the story was essentially that the tower area of destiny. So if you've ever played Destiny One, you're in the last city, you live or your character goes to the tower where you speak to all these other guardians, they give you your missions, you leave out. So the tower and the last city gets invaded. By the cabal uh and the red legion and so now it sets you off on this new adventure with new companions and all these other things uh, they come through with new abilities for each character so um you have a, a new warlock or you have new classes for the warlock the titan the hunter Things you didn't see, though. It doesn't look like there's a new race to play against or a new race of aliens to be against at all. Looks like there's more diversity within the enemy types of each race. But um, by that, I mean, like, there were, like, two new things um, in the Cabal Legion. Um, <clears throat> the actual gameplay itself looked a lot the same. So uh, I know a lot of... I know. I think I'm the only one here who spent extensive time in destiny one. And that, I mean, I have three fully leveled up characters that have all done everything in the game. Uh, Matt, are you interested in what you saw uh, out of destiny two? I am,
5: uh, but I do have some reservations about, the lack of dedicated servers.
2: Thank God. Oh
5: my God. Why did let, they let, not let's, learn
0: from For Honor at all? <laughs> let's get through the initial impressions, then we'll go back and talk about that. So, Mike Owens, what's uh, what's your first thoughts on uh, Destiny 2?
1: Uh, red flags ahoy. Um, <laughs> red flags galore. Uh, there's a ton of things to be cautiously optimistic about with Destiny 2. Mm-hmm. For starters, the game... I, like you said, the game looks very much the same as Destiny One. It has a lot of the same enemy design. It, it looks like they gave some effort into creating new locations, and it looks like it's going to have a cinematic campaign. Hopefully, that's a little bit longer than four or five hours. Mm-hmm. Um, but the gameplay that I saw, and I watched, um, I watched the strike, and I watched the uh, the Crucible gameplay. And I was not blown back by it. I love, like I said, or like I've said before, I love like the technical aspects of the first Destiny. I think the shooting is great. Uh, I love the Crucible mode, and I still go back to it every now and again because I played through, I got through the Taken King, and that was at the point where, and when Rise of Iron was announced, I was just, I don't really want to give this game another 30 40 bucks. 40 You missed nothing. I really... I, I, exactly, I feel like, <laughs> and I feel like I missed nothing. So I was like, "Well, maybe if I just play through the Teen King and I have a fully leveled up Warlock, I think I'll be okay." Um, but um, I, it's just that, and then the like Matt said, like I'll be playing it on PC if I ever get it. And mm-hmm. lack of dedicated servers is a huge red flag. Hopefully, that's something they fix. Especially with Activision, it's so confusing because Activision is this huge gaming publisher, and they have Blizzard, and it's like. How, do you, how can you not have dedicated servers for a game like Destiny? It makes no sense.
4: Mm. And
1: to top, and there was another thing that got people in a tizzy, and that was uh, the revelation that it would be locked at 30 frames per second on consoles, including potentially the PS4 Pro and the Xbox, well, Xbox Scorpio or whatever they're going to call it. And I understand why people are a little upset about that, but you have to realize something. Uh, when you're playing on... A console, an upgraded console like the 4 Pro and the Scorpio, you're still in the ecosystem of the Xbox One and the PS4. Mm-hmm. You, Bungie and Activision aren't going to give you an advantage of having 60 frames over 30, right. especially in competitive multiplayer. Now, they could make the multiplayer 30 frames and the single player 60, but even then, that's There's, just, that's yeah.
0: way more effort than... You there's really no, need to give. To be honest, there's no you, point. You can't separate it on there either because there's no single player only area. You right. everything in there can have somebody from a PS4 or a PS4 Pro be playing together. So you can't. You literally can't make it 60 frames for one person and 30 frames for another. Um, Alex, what do you think of Destiny 2 thus far?
3: Well, uh, it looks like. What Destiny should have been, and that's both optimistic yep. and wildly depressing. <laughs> and what that is yeah, when some Four guy comes, yeah exactly when some guy comes on stage and goes, "Hey, we can," he says the equivalent of, "Hey, you can match make now," and everyone cheers. It's like mm, multiple games about that for the last ten, fifteen years. So, <laughs> you know, like and yeah, um, people were talking about how people treat Destiny as a cult, and that's always off-putting for me um, in terms of because I I went into Destiny One with the Taken King. And I just felt completely out of my league. I didn't know what was going on. And everyone's like, "You're doing the dailies. You're doing the dailies." I'm, I don't even know what, what I'm doing. So, right. Um, if I, I'm definitely interested, but I'd have to be with a dedicated uh, clan of people who are at the same level of proficiency as I am. Um, and I can't see myself playing it as a solo play, even though they try to encourage that. It's like, really, I don't. Yeah. So. Yeah. You know, I'll see. I'll see.
1: Yeah, I think they're trying to encourage that with with this game, with the um, guided missions or whatever they are, and with guilds. Or guilds and clans, I don't know. I guess they're going to call them clans.
0: Yeah, they're clans. Um,
1: okay. Um, and the PC version coming out apparently later than the console version?
0: Yeah. That's
1: it's a little, a little off-putting.
5: That's not good. i That's not necessarily bad. I mean, from what I've read slash heard, they seem to, like really want to make the PC version good. And if that means they have to delay it to handle all the different like customization options for controls and graphical settings and whatnot. Like if they have to take the time to do that, then that's fine. So, I mean, I guess we'll see.
2: Not only that, it has to be done through Blizzard, which is even though it's under the Activision bubble, it's still Bungie working as a third party developer. With a yeah. second-party developer, yeah. So,
1: yeah. so is Blizzard handling like the online infrastructure no. or is that will be, be Okay, that's what nope. I figured.
5: Blizzard is literally—they're only—it's just on their launcher. Like they're, they're not providing any support or anything. So, what's yeah, it for them?
2: <sighs> that I, I Valve mean, doesn't take a thirty percent cut.
1: Yep.
3: Yeah, that's basically uh, yeah, it. Yeah.
1: Activision doesn't want to play nice with Valve, so. Oh, and I mean, you
3: have to, to get Destiny skins. You have to play Heroes of the Storm for some reason. Right, I uh, oh, was
5: about Jesus. to say, wait. I cannot wait for the cross-play promotions of five play, game, f- play five games in Overwatch and unlock new loot in Destiny and here's your Destiny Hearthstone card back.
2: Can <laughs> well, you think... pay, buy Destiny 2 with yes. WoW Gold? Yes. You can.
1: Really?
5: <laughs> Anything? Uh, yeah. I think... Wow. Um, there's a link on the Blizzard, um, I like, like the Blizzard site, or maybe it's Activision. I don't know. That like explicitly was like an FAQ, and it, that question was explicitly asked and answered.
0: Wow! Wow! So, so yeah. Daniel George, are you in on Destiny Two? When asked about why there wasn't dedicated servers coming
2: to Destiny Two, oh my God, game man. director Luke Smith said. It's just not an investment that we made for Destiny 2. I understand there's certainly a desire for it. You know, the smaller team format, although it's one bigger a person bigger in the trials case for sure here. In the smaller team format in general, it's easier easier for us to find tighter matches, and we're going to rechange the parameters for matchmaking to refocus on connection quality instead of like trials win matching. We're going to change a bunch of parameters to focus on giving people better networking experiences. What part of $500 million invested by Activision can't afford dedicated servers?
3: Exactly. I, exactly. I, it's so
2: It's so mind-boggling to it's me. It's
3: just cutting corners. It's just like cutting
2: Titanfall 2, which was played by no one, except for good people who like good games, had dedicated <laughs> servers. Overwatch has dedicated servers. Yep. Everything ins- but Call of Duty doesn't have dedicated servers, and they get away with it because, fuck you, I'm Call of Duty.
1: It, it's insulting. It's insulting to people who actually want this game to be what it was envisioned to be in 2012, or 2013. It, it's insulting, and it's bullshit, quite frankly.
2: It is bullshit. It's bullshit. I would... The thing is, though, as much as bullshit, I don't think I'm going to be like, one of those... Like it, they're not doing egregious. It's not. It's really bad. It's not as anti-consumer as I would think. Like a kind of pay-to-win or microtransactions in a game that will come with uh, like forty-dollar expansions that are also barely update content in other MMOs. Right. But I do appreciate that for all they're doing, they are doing the good things, like the uh, the guided game system where. If you're a solo player like me who would just play the game by himself but also wants to do those raids, apparently they said 50% of people are just not doing end game content because they're not in groups or can't find people. To have like a clan system where you have clans come in and kind of recruit players and then join up that way is really good. They, um, what they're doing to uh, the supers, like uh, they, they got those uh, interesting attacks, uh, depending on your classes, uh, that's pretty interesting. They got the lost ruins that that are kind of like dungeons. That's interesting. They got worlds and quest lines that kind of evolve from just discovery and exploring, which is good. It's Destiny Two, as Alex so poignantly said, poignantly said, it's what should Destiny One should have been. Uh, Even though get fu- get fucking dedicated servers, what the hell? <laughs>
1: <laughs> and for, and for, full, and for full disclosure, I I think we're all we're all going to check out the beta, right? Like the yeah. beta is free. Like yeah, yeah. we're all going to check out the beta. It's yeah. free real estate.
0: Yeah, yeah. And <laughs> they put the uh, they put in the idea that they're like you have to uh, pre order the game to be in the beta. But uh, no, it's, it's
1: it's just like it's just like Destiny One. I think I think there's going to be an open beta like a week after the the closed one.
2: Well, I, I'll let you path know path. in June though how it is. In
1: June, yeah, we'll we'll know by E3. I think they'll give us a date. I think it's going to be I'll like in August. E3. Huh? Yeah, I think I'll, it's going to be in August.
2: Yeah. Uh, no, yeah, it seems it like they're, they're going to have something that it's either like July or August. I I don't think August for like, that's a little bit pushing it because it's September eighth. I think the release date. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it'll well, probably be well, earlier then, because it released later the first time. I believe it was like end of September. The first original Destiny on release,
1: vanilla Destiny.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And because uh, all the yeah, because the the and the beta for that was was that not in August or was that like in July? It was in. Uh, it was September
2: ninth for Destiny.
0: So a day later. Oh, okay. Never <laughs> mind then. I thought it was, later oh, no, I, I I meant, was there. Oh, I meant the beta. I meant the beta uh let's see the, like open destiny beta that was beta. on like
1: every platform
0: um i, I remember
1: i, I, I want to say that was in august of that year
0: yeah it's some i believe it was in august but it was really good too though like there was no there was very little lag and and all that stuff within the uh that beta for there and to the july point,
2: 17th exclusively on ps4 july seventeenth, 2014 was the destiny beta why huh.
0: right. it seems so, yeah we're- Timing all off in my head. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we'll definitely get a chance to look at it though. Um, I'm excited, uh, though. I will be on PS4, and so I hope that uh, hope that if you all have one, uh, we could try it out there too. Um, for those, of oh you yeah, who don't I'm done play on there. Yeah, yeah, I'll try it on those. I'll, I'll make a think. Twitch
1: I gotta, I
2: gotta, just to do that.
1: <laughs> I have a Twitch. I I actually have
0: a Twitch and GeForce experience. Let's well, go.
2: We'll get a multi Twitch going.
0: Can make it happen. Make it happen. Console casuals. Okay, okay. (laughs) I get
5: paid. Yeah, whatever. Oh yeah, obligatory PC masteries comment. I mean, I'm playing FPS games.
2: So, like, GeForce. What is the money system
0: in Destiny? You mean what? Which one? Just gold? No. What
2: is it like? Like Light silver thing.
0: It there's a lot of currency in Destiny, man. You got which one are you talking about? Are you talking about the one that level up your weapons? Are you talking about the one that gets you more power? Are you talking about the one that lets you buy things? Like which currency are we talking about right now? <laughs> they they don't have gold in any form. Uh, no, it's silver. Silver is the have currency you can th- buy. Yeah, they don't have the like two
2: hundred. They don't have like two hundred and twenty t- uh, pound c- coins made of gold that are worth a million dollars, like the one the Canadian Mint created. That's your Canadian factory. Oh, look at him. Oh, my God. Forcing that in there. Yeah, was he fl- got
0: was it in there flushed. with a window. Yeah, with... you know what? That he opened. Whatever. <laughs> Fuck you, got mine. He was running out of time. He had to do something. <laughs> Fuck you, got mine. <laughs> um. So, yeah. So, just to go back through, you know, you got the... It doesn't seem like that. There's one new game mode for the Crucible as well, uh, which looks like Search and Destroy, or um, yeah, it's
1: it's glorified Search and Destroy.
0: Yeah, yeah. It doesn't look. Uh, it looks just. It's uh, looks like they added something, in. they were like, "Oh, well, it looks like Overwatch is pretty popular. Let's add something else where you stay in an area and protect it." Um, so I, I, they got that.
1: Speaking of the Crucible, like I would have preferred like six v six. But yep. their reasoning for four v four, I guess, kind of makes sense from a connection standpoint. And if they're gonna stick with P two P, but again, dedicated servers, you could have had, you could have had way bigger games, but they chose to do this, and so we're stuck with it. Seemingly.
0: I personally was really surprised they went lower on the uh, in game count for things, just because. But then again, if you've ever played uh, the 6v6 matches, it can get pretty outrageous with (laughs) how many people are popping specials and the way in which the game at times was rather unbalanced. So I think this is their way of putting in more controls to make sure that they can at least get... 4v4 really balanced, and then they'll likely expand it to more stuff afterward. Cause they didn't have a 2v2 or a 1v1 mode when it initially launched either, but they added those in as well. So,
3: also custom, Hopefully,
1: well, not with dedicated servers, probably not. But I, I would love custom games like Overwatch has. I, I would love that. Yeah, they, But that's uh, probably not gonna happen.
0: <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll see what. Destiny is a lot of half steps on a lot of things, um, and it doesn't look like Destiny 2 is changing that. Um, but, you know, they were really excited to tell us that there are maps now, uh, and you can see where you are on a planet instead of just kind of wandering around in an area trying to figure out where to go next.
1: Yeah, and you can uh, go to orbit, with, and you can uh, go to another planet without having to go to orbit, which is huge plus. Yeah, yeah. That's one of the real silver linings of this entire presentation. But Why, still, that should have been in the first. That game. should have been in the first one. No, I agree. It
3: was it's like, yeah, it was like, yeah,
0: but come on. In their defense, the first one did have to be on PS3 and Xbox 360. So true. true. The odds of those things being able to load
3: those. It didn't it, have to be though, did it?
0: No. Yeah. No, it did not have to be. It did. Would, but this was also
1: <laughs> this was also keep in mind when the PS4 and the Xbox One launched. Right, so you weren't, you didn't exactly have the pool of players in those systems that you do now.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: You still had a large amount of people who hadn't upgraded yet and really didn't feel it was necessary just yet. So making that game accessible to those owners was made a lot of sense. But now you're moving up and you have a bigger pool to work with. So. I, that's why they developed it for that. And I think it I mean it came out to buy them obviously. I mean I'll, a lot of people would have loved to have the first game on PC, but yeah. You know, yeah. They chose that route instead. So
0: um so we have uh there's a uh, one more bit of news outside of this. So Ubisoft announced their press conference. Um so that's going to happen at the usual time on Monday in the afternoon uh playstation also announced they're going to be doing a live show through e3 as well so they'll have that starting with their uh showcase on monday night and then we'll go through the next three days of e3 with live show content featuring game demos trailers and all of that um and then i just want to ask you all a question what do you all think is the best selling game thus far of 2017 GTA Five, nope.
1: Are we talking about games that came out in twenty seventeen? Games Cry that came Royale. out
0: in twenty seventeen should be should clarify. What is the best selling game that's come out in twenty seventeen thus far? I already know the answer.
5: So,
2: Clash <laughs> Royale <laughs> <laughs>
0: <It's> on consoles. <laughs> on consoles, <laughs> it's it's Ghost Recon Wildlands is the best selling game uh, on no way. on consoles.
3: Yeah is yeah,
0: the best selling. Ubisoft and- got the casual audience. Wow! And For Honor is number two. So like <laughs> when um,
5: Ubisoft. So these are phys- physical only, though. I think, right? Yeah. Um, I saying, yes, that has Physi-
1: to be physical. Yeah. It
0: well, Sony and Nintendo. I well, Sony just started releasing uh, digital purchase content. So Horizons number four. Best selling of the Zelda's year. number three and Zelda's number three. So okay. I don't th- obviously it doesn't include Uplay play sales and it doesn't include uh, Battle Net sales and any other online platform that does or Origin sales doesn't include those. So this is just like physically purchased for the most part. So Ghost Recon Wildlands and For Honor are the best selling games. Uh, And will be the best-selling games for the first half of 2017. Now, the question I have is, since we have Destiny 2, uh, E3 will show us more about um, Battlefront 2, the next Call of Duty. But I just wanted to get you guys' early thoughts on what you think will be the best-selling game of the second half of 2017 will anyone unseat Call of Duty from its current spot as number one, as it always is?
5: Madden 18. <laughs> Madden
0: 18. Tom
2: Brady My, on the cover, man.
0: What's uh, happening? Madden, <laughs> Go, Madden,
2: Madden 18 directed by the last Guardian director. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, okay, if I'm answering the question seriously, um, mm-hmm. I know I'm, I don't know if I'm going to get flack for this or not. I think I think Battlefront Two has a good shot with everything that it's offering. Mm-hmm. And it's same thing with Destiny; like it's everything the first Battlefront should have been. Mm-hmm. But depending on what they announce and how the gameplay looks, um, with the Star Wars franchise and everything kind of surrounding that, I'd say it has a shot because I don't think Call of Duty is going to sell that well. Believe it or not, I don't think compared to other Call of Duties, I don't know if it's going to sell. I think people yeah. are just sick of Call of Duty in general. They're sick of the brand. Uh,
0: and the other part is uh, as phenomenal of a event as World War II is within history, uh, that Star Wars movie uh, last year and the one before that both combined for over like $3 billion worth of uh, <laughs> people watching them. <clears throat> and the first Battlefront was also really successful. So I imagine that just pure revenue-wise, they're going to get a lot of people coming to Battlefront 2 that just want to play a good Star Wars game. So that's a good guess. Uh, Alex, you got any thoughts on uh, what will be the uh, best-selling title of the second half of 2017?
3: Yeah, I mean, I can see Battlefront 2 doing it. I can also see Destiny doing it, uh, Destiny 2 doing it, just because, uh, I mean... Correct me if I'm wrong, but the original Destiny sold pretty well. Um, no, over it a- did, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess it just depends on because so Destiny 2 is coming out in September, right? Is that right?
0: Yeah. Yeah, yes. and,
3: and then Call of Duty is November, so I don't know. Yeah, I, and I but I think you're right about Call of Duty. Um, I think although uh, all of us in this, you know, all of us games enthusiasts want to Call of Duty to, do, to be done with. Futuristic sci-fi, whatever it is, they do. Uh, I think they know it sells well, and that's why they did it. <laughs> so right. um, I'm not sure if going back to the part while it's you know creatively a great thing, and, and I'm happy about it, I don't think business wise it's probably. I think it's probably it's more of a risk, but it might pay off. So I can't say for sure. And like you say, they they win every year, so I wouldn't well, put
1: it pass? Well, and they've done, and the thing about Call of Duty is that they, they've done World War II like a million times. In fact, they're, they're basically, this is kind of a parallel to the Big Red 1 game they made like 10, 12 years ago. Um, I think it was 10, 12 years ago. I don't remember when that game came out. But they're, they're talking about the Bloody First, it's homage to the first Infantry. Uh, I would have personally liked to have seen them go to somewhere where we haven't really been that mm-hmm. often and i i would have loved a vietnam game if i if battle i would be shocked if next year we don't get if battlefield does come out next year if it's not in vietnam i'd be shocked if it's not because i think that's somewhere you can revisit and really tell some good stories about that
0: yeah um i don't know uh i'm still on the train of if uh red dead redemption 2 is coming out this year so i think that that's oh that's be, right the nope. biggest selling of the second. Half, it's not but... coming
3: out this year. Yeah, I'm about
1: yeah, to say
0: it's, no. I don't think it's coming out this year. I think it's going to be. We out haven't out even seen year.
3: anything since that reveal. It's going to come out
0: March next year. <laughs> I, I'm just going to put my hat on that bet there that that one's going to come out, and I'm gonna gonna leave that one there.
1: <laughs> but still not a PC version at
0: launch. Still not a PC oh. version at launch. I'm not not uh-huh. saying simultaneous release on everything. But I do think a console version will be released this year. Um, So, yeah. Uh, With that, though, uh, we're getting to the end of our time here. So, let's tell everybody where they can find us. So, Michael Owens, where can the people find you, my man?
1: Uh, You can find me whenever I tweet on Twitter. I haven't been on Twitter lately. (laughs) Um, Just because life has been getting in the way. Uh, Real, Mike Owens, it's a soccer joke deal with it
0: gotcha gotcha <laughs> uh and you can also find his review of uh injustice 2 coming up on apptrigger.com uh should be out early this week and then matt becker where can we find you my man
5: uh, also on apptrigger.com probably the surge review in the next couple of days probably more random blizzard stuff as usual from me uh, on Twitter at Hulk Crouton, and I guess on Twitch at Hulk Crouton, though, my streaming, my attempts at streaming have been futile, but uh, hopefully soon.
0: All right. And Mr. Daniel George, where can the people find you at? You can find me at
2: com. You can find me at um, it's Daniel George on Twitter. Uh, this week is the season finale of Survivor Game Changers, so you can find me at Surviving Tribal talking about that. And uh, upcoming on App Trigger, I do have a list. Of, uh, we we tend to like to be positive around here. There's definitely uh all <laughs> all kind spirited people here, but um, I do have a list of 30 of the worst PS4 games coming up sometime this week. <laughs>
3: Oh my god, man, that was fun, right? some
2: of these games Alex has reviewed.
3: <laughs> <laughs> At least. That Resident Evil game better be on there. the oh, oh, it's on Umbrella Court. Oh, I was
1: about to say. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: Who knows? It may be in the top ten. It
0: better be. <laughs> Who knows? It may be number one. Uh, oh man. Uh Alex, where can we find you when you're not playing awful video games for approval.com?
3: you can find me uh at alexavard 95 uh and yeah app trigger reviewing awful games all the time no it's not i just have a very negative opinion
0: probably (laughs) oh man and you can find me at gotmab21 on twitter you can find me uh writing my musings on apptrigger.com Um, now that I am no longer in a painkiller-induced haze, as I've been for most of the last month due to ACL recovery. But um, with that, uh, you can also find the Screen Looker podcast on iTunes. You can also find us on Stitcher, and you can find us on SoundCloud. Please rate, like, comment, and subscribe as you will, Um, We appreciate any and all feedback that we can. If you have a longer question, or if you have a longer question you would like to ask us, you can email us at screenlookerspod at gmail.com. And you can write with any comments or thoughts that you may have on today's show offerings or any previous shows. Uh, And with that, I leave you all with this quote from one of the great video games. If our lives are already written, it would take a courageous man to change the script. You all have a great afternoon.